Welcome to the Bloom & Co. Podcast. My name is Ashley King. I am an entrepreneur, the founder of Bloom & Co., a brand strategy and design web and virtual assistant agency based in Toronto. I'm the mom of two wonderful girls, and I work with ambitious business owners every day, just like you. Create compelling brands and web experiences that help them succeed both online and in the real world. I'm excited to dive into this episode with you, so let's get started. Hello, hello. Thanks for being here. Today, I want to actually demystify something called search engine optimization. Okay, that's a scary word. A lot of people are like, ooh, I don't know what this is and I can't deal with it. Okay, but, you know, I want my website to be ranked well in Google. Okay, so today I want to share with you five ways to make your website SEO friendly. And no, you don't have to hire uh, some very, very expensive marketing agency to do this. Okay, if you can understand the principles I'm going to share with you today, if you have the will, there's a way and I'm going to show you. Okay, so obviously the first thing people do when they're designing a website, or at least we hear most often, is like, I want a website that really ranks well in Google. First page of Google. <laughs> well, it's not that simple. There's a lot of competition um, and a lot of people who are doing things right, okay, in the context of SEO, okay? So there is, there is competition. So although there's no quite a simple fix, there is a way. And the truth is that most businesses are leaving a ton of money on the table by not simply optimizing their website and their content for rent, for rankings, right? For better rankings. Now there's no magic fix. I want to be super clear, but most of the times getting to the first page of Google can take years and a lot of investment in creating, you know, really relevant content that internet users are looking for. And, um, you know, your site has to be le the leading source in those topics, in those keywords. But so today, what I want to share with you is simple ways to make your site SEO friendly that don't involve massive investment, both money and time, and that truly anybody could do with a little focus and an attention to detail. So the first thing that you want to do when making your website SEO friendly is to understand your client's search intent on the internet, on Google, and optimize your content with keywords. Keywords. <laughs> so when you know clearly, clearly what struggles your potential clients online are facing and the main solutions you're offering within your business, then you're able to effectively target the type of keywords, right, that are needed for your website. So these keywords are what your clients are using to search for queries on Google, right? And this is what we call search intent. So if you can imagine yourself at your computer going on Google and searching, but just, just for the sake of today's example, we're going to be searching for, you know, Toronto corporate photography, that's a keyword. Okay. So, and, and there's other keywords within that. So you could say brand photography, you can say, uh, anything that has to do with brand pictures, Toronto, um, corporate, you know, these are keywords that should be 
included throughout your site's content. So your mission is to make a list of these keywords. Okay, so think of what your users could potentially be searching for online. And, and obviously keywords that are highly relevant to your business and what your customers are searching for. Now these keywords should be sprinkled throughout your site's pages as often as possible. Okay, so if we go back to our example of offering corporate photography services in Toronto, then your website should have on every single page within the text body, the, these keywords, corporate photographer Toronto or uh, Toronto corporate photography, the different variation of these simple keywords that people could potentially be using on Google. Okay. Or they could maybe Toronto. If you, if you're in this area, you would, you might say GTA, you might say different neighborhoods in the city. You might even say Ontario, you might say Canada. Like you're, you're trying to look for the keywords that are relevant to what it is that you're offering and then find different variations of them. Okay. And then sprinkle those throughout the texts on your website. But essentially you have to look at each page and say, do I have relevant keywords on this page? And if I don't, how do I put them in? <laughs> let me find, let me be creative and put them in the, the body content. Okay. Every single page should have these core keywords included because this is going to allow Google to read your website, uh, crawl it, right. And bring it up for people searching for these, those exact keywords and create a match. That's essentially what it is. Okay, so that's your first step is to create a list of what those keywords are and to make sure that they are included in different variations, different ways on like every single page of your site. Okay, pages that can include, you know, even blog posts. Okay, so look at your core pages, your, your key pages, your main ones. Make sure that those are sprinkled throughout. I would even go and say like more than once Okay, through even through more than once on a page, uh, don't be shy. The you're making it easier for Google to recognize that you know the, these are the topics that you're referring to on your site. Okay, so the second uh, step that you want to take is uh, to write great title tags and meta descriptions for each page. Now you're going to utilize these keywords that you just uh, made a list of, and so the next step you want to look at your page formatting. Okay, so for each page on your website, this includes blog posts, you have the ability to add custom title tags and meta descriptions, as well as format your page content to make it easier for Google to decipher essentially what content is on this page. Okay, so basically all you're doing here is just making Google's life, the algorithm's life easier. Okay, to read your pages. You're making it simpler for this algorithm to know what's on your site. By writing a clear title tag and these uh, meta descriptions for each page, as well as adding you know, H1 and H2 subheadings in your text body, this really greatly increases your chances of having Google crawl your site and understand the quality of your content to match it up with users looking for answers online. Okay. So, okay. Let me, let me just scale back. So what is 
the title tag and what's a meta description. Title tag is like, let's say you're searching for something on Google, example, you know, Toronto corporate photographer, and you get the results, okay? The title tag is that main title you see as the, the search result pulls up. Okay, that main title. So it could be, um, you know, a website and that page is called, that potential page is called, you know, Toronto, best Toronto um, corporate photography um, studio. And that's the name of the, of the page. That's the title. The meta description is that little paragraph that in Google shows up right underneath the page title. Okay, and that's something that you have to custom write. A lot of people forget this, okay? And in that beautiful meta description, you're going to include your keywords, both in the meta description and in your uh, title, okay? So this is super important. Then within the, the, um, the page content, so let's say, let's for, for the sake of example, we're creating a about page, okay? So, um, on that web page, you're going to have subheadings, right? Usually you mark them as H1, H2. And in those subheadings, this tells Google what, what sort of content is included in each paragraph, right? So essentially it just makes it easier for Google to understand instead of reading through every single uh, bit of copy right away can understand, okay, this is what's included on the page. These are the main points and, and, and I get it. Okay. So, so having those subheadings is actually really, really important, not just for the viewer who's on your site, which visually really helps to have subheadings. Um, but it's also helps with your, your Google rankings as well. So every website has the ability to do this. For instance, if you're using Squarespace or Wix, um, usually this sort of a data is built into the dashboard. So you should be able to go into like the SEO settings and modify your title tags, your meta descriptions and so on. Um, if you're using something like WordPress, you might need to add a plugin such as Yoast SEO, which is a great one. It's going to give you the steps to do this. Um, and Shopify, you know, if you're doing Shopify, um, you would be utilizing SEO apps as well. Okay. But regardless, this is a super important step. You don't want to skip. Now, the next one, uh, number three, is to optimize your images and your site speed. So you want to look at the images on your website because many times the weight, so the size, the weight of the, of the visual assets on a website is actually what's slowing it down the most. And websites that don't load quickly get marked down by Google. So when optimizing your, your images, you want to do two things. The first it's to ensure that the image weight has been compressed. So the standard rule is to have your images below uh, 200 kilobytes each, okay? And to stick obviously with PNG or JPEG files. So you ensure that, you know, you're below 200 uh, kilobytes, you're good to go. This is gonna ensure that your pictures are light, they're easy to load, and they look great on all screens. Now, the second step is to revisit those keywords that we talked about in step one and to ensure your images have relevant keywords included in the photo alt text. Okay, 
I hope I'm not speaking a different language here. So this is an image file setting that you will have on all websites. So let's say you load an image on your web platform. In the settings of that particular image, you should have a, a box that says alt, A-L-T text. Now we recommend naming your images using the keywords that best fit the content, obviously within your image, um, but also the content that's, that's a, on that particular web page. So doing this is going to tell Google that this image, what this image is about, and it's going to help direct users to your content. Okay. So the next step, number four is to increase linking on your website and to your website. So internal links and backlinks can really boost your rankings. And if, if they're used correctly, right? So internal linking, which is adding links to other pages within the body of your content text. So from one page inside of the text, at one point there's, there's something that's highlighted and that links to another page on your website. And then you just kind of go back and forth to, so there's like this beautiful map throughout the website, which helps Google better understand your content and can also provide um, an informational hierarchy for your site. Okay, so you're going from one, maybe one blog post, there's a few links within that uh, page that link to other sections of your site. It makes it fun for the user to navigate because if they're interested in that topic, they'll click and they'll get to another section. Um, but ultimately that, that really helps uh, Google uh, with, with read the content. Backlinks are when you have other reputable websites linking back to your site content. Okay, so let's say you've been featured on, you know, in a magazine or featured on another like Huffington Post or whatnot, and, and that um, article links back to your site, that's huge. Like that's, that is, um, you know, a, a high quality site recognizing yours as high quality. So it's gonna tell, tell Google that you are a reputable source of information. Okay, so you could even use websites like Facebook or Instagram and you have links back to your website content and often though, you know, those are reputable sources. Those are big websites um, that actually increases your, you know, your authority. So the more of those good quality, I can't stress though, it's good quality backlinks. Okay, they've got to be good quality. They have to be coming from reputable websites. So, um, so if you want to dive into that further, this is something that you could do that could increase your domain authority. Okay, your site authority by having these reputable websites link back to yours. Okay, so um, that's step number four. But the first thing really is to make sure you have those internal back those internal links. Uh, throughout your site pages. Um, now, the last step in number five is to create consistent new content, aka a blog. Okay, so having a website that's consistently publishing new, fresh, quality content, utilizing, of course, the steps that we just talked about, it's greatly going to improve your chances of ranking higher on search engines. So because a static website, which hasn't been updated in like two years with no fresh content is far less likely to be referred by Google than, you know, an equivalent site. But that site has a consistent blog with new quality articles being published every month. Like 
that site's going to have a lot more content to work with and Google's going to recognize that particular active site as one that is higher quality and will refer that site first before the other. So your goal is to always increase your website's authority on Google, right? This is what makes you show up in rankings either on the first page or the fifth or the 10th or beyond that, okay? Websites that show up on the first page of Google for certain keywords, those are sites or people, entrepreneurs, businesses that follow all the basic steps that we outlined and more, okay? There are more steps to making your your site rank really highly on Google, but if you're not doing these first five, you're not getting anywhere. So I would say start with these first five and just be really, really consistent. You're going to see your, um, your, your site visits from Google are going to, are going to skyrocket. Okay. So are you ready to take that first step towards improving your SEO and your website? I hope so. So just, you know, if you need to listen to this again, Follow the steps as, as we just talked about. And obviously, if you need assistance to get these elements complete, you know, we don't always have the time. What my goal is for you to understand, right? I want every business owner out there, every entrepreneur to understand that SEO is not some like scary thing. Does it mean you have to do it yourself? No, but I want to. I want you to understand how it works, right? So if you do need support, our team is always there to help. Okay, so you could just reach out to us. I'll put a, um, a link in the show notes below. You can always reach out and our team can help you set this up for your website. No problem. But I really hope that um, you spending this time here with me today helped you see that SEO is um, less complex than you may have thought it was before. In fact, it's actually pretty logical. You just need to take the time to understand how keywords work and how they can be utilized for your site copy, so all of your site texts, and ensure that you format your pages correctly and optimize your site images, your site speed, add those links we talked about internal and backlinks, and just keep a consistent blog with fresh content every month. And when you know what those keywords are, you know what people are searching for online, then that helps you direct the type of content that you're making. So you're not going all over the place. You're sticking to content that is going to provide those um, high quality results, right? Those those solutions to what people are looking for online. So thank you so much for spending this time. I really do hope this episode, you know, gave you a little roadmap here on how to make your your website SEO friendly. And um, yeah, wishing you a beautiful day ahead and a great week. All the success in the world. Take care.